who made himself of no reputation, but he, he took on the form of a servant. And he humbled himself, became obedient even to the death of the cross. But then he says, God has also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I'm thankful today that he's my Lord. He's got a lot of titles, a lot of attributes, a lot of things that we refer to him as, and a lot of things we go to him for. But first and foremost, he must be Lord. Amen. Praise God. They're coming to sing about that right now. And uh, this is a beautiful song, just a great uh, thought in this song. Let's, let's listen to it and worship with them today as they sing.
grateful that he's your Lord today. Could you stand and clap your hands and raise your hands and lift your voice for just a moment? As we get ready to sing again, could you give the Lord some praise? I'm so glad, I'm so thankful that when I stand before him on that day, I'm going to be able to call him Lord. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's pray. Are you thankful today that you know his name? Are you thankful today to know the power that's in the name of Jesus? Let's worship him now.
come on, lift your hands and lift your voice and praise him in this house. The name of the Lord, the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord, hallelujah. The name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So thankful for the name of the Lord. I'm so thankful. There's power in the name of Jesus. The name of the Lord's always carried power. The Old Testament, they would write knowing that the name of the Lord's a strong tower that the righteous could run into and be safe. One place the psalmist said, save me by thy name. They knew that calling on the name of the Lord would bring swift help, salvation. And I'm thankful today that that God can swoop in or at the mention of that name. And at the name of Jesus. I've said this many times, but maybe it bears saying again, time of year when people are thinking about his name. But if it's a name that's above every name, that means anything you can name is under it. Yeah. So if if you've got the name that's above every name, the Bible says we're above only and not beneath. We're above because of the name. Yeah, I'm glad I've got the name. So, so I'm above bitterness. I'm above anxiety. I'm above stress. I'm above governments. I didn't say I was a lawbreaker. I'm above viruses and vaccinations. I'm above every sickness you can name. I'm above every sin you can name. We are above only and not beneath. We are the head and not the tail. You know why? Because we're complete in Him who is the head. I'm complete in Him who is the head of all principality and power. God intended us to sit in heavenly places. Mm, man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Woo! Well, the world might make a buck off his name. And they may get some, some kind of uh, profit out of commercializing his birth. But the fact is, is that he did come. And that he was born. And honey, that opened the door for you and me. Oh, he's more than a brand. He's more than a brand. He's more than a label or a logo. But he's the Savior of the world, the King of glory, our soon coming King. Uh, And at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. But what a game changer it was when 
on a dark night at some time. I don't know what, you know, I don't know what time of year he was born. I don't even care. Because if it had been important for me to know, he'd have told me. But I just know he was born. You know what? I don't know what time of year he died. I don't know what uh, time of year it was when he resurrected, but I know he did. And I don't know when he's coming back, the day or the hour, but I know that he is. And I'm looking for his appearing. I'm looking for the king to come again. But this is a day that we can remember. Well, our starting point maybe with Jesus. He's always, this, this plan was in works before the foundation of the world, I know, but But there was a beginning for us, a point in history where humanity would realize that God walked the earth. In the book of Luke, chapter 2, don't don't get worried. This ain't ain't fixing to be Linus and Charlie Brown talking. I love that little cartoon, man. But I'm going to preach to you about this, this Jesus we know. How about that? Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 12 says, And there were, hey, you know, I just, man, sometimes when the Holy Ghost gets on you, you can read three, three words and say, I'm going to preach. <laughs> and there were. If the Lord said there were, <laughs> then they were. I, I'm going to keep going, though. And there were. In the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. What was happening in that one place was about to spread. He was telling them right there in a certain geographical location, for unto you this day is born in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. He said, I'm telling you something that's going to be for all people. It's got a starting point, but it's going to spread you can't tie this down to one time a year it shouldn't be tried, shouldn't even try to tie it down to one time a year this is something that we can see and tell people about the Savior which is Christ the Lord yeah so much focus on it just being a baby but it was more than a baby more than a child Savior Savior Christ the Lord, and this shall be a sign. Here's what you're going to see that's going to prove that there is a Savior, Christ the Lord. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And I want to preach for a few moments on this thought today, the way in a manger. 
Not a way in the manger, not the song, but the way. How many knows he's the way? He's the truth. He's the life. Oh, would you pray with me for a moment? Let's pray for the lesson, for the word today. Lord, we love you, praise you, honor you, God. And so thankful that you came to this earth. Oh, but you did so much more. And Lord, today, let our hearts be full of your glory. Let us heart, our hearts be full of your love. And God, let us be encouraged, Lord. Turn us into evangelists, Lord, today, all of us, that we might feel this world. All people might know that there is a Savior, Christ the Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand while you're standing. Before you're seated, lift your voice one more time to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you this house today, Jesus. You may be seated. God bless you richly today. Thank you for being in the house of the Lord. So I want to go back to Verse 12, and this shall be a sign unto you. A sign is something that you can see. We're always looking for signs. Even uh, people can be too consumed sometimes with signs, and it can hinder their faith. The Lord said there's an evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, but there are times when God will give a sign so they can uh, things that he is bringing to pass can be proven. He said, this will be a sign unto you. That sign was for the shepherds and various others that night so that they would find this babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. They were going to see something that night that uh, they had never seen before. People had seen great mighty men of God. They They had seen prophets and patriarchs, and they had seen Uh, tremendous miracles uh, in the days of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses, and Joshua, different ones, but they had never seen what was about to show up on this earth. And that's what, you know, in this time of year, it's a time for seeing. Time for seeing loved ones, seeing friends and family, seeing lights. Uh, How many of you done got in your car and drove somewhere to see some lights? Seeing lights, decorations, parades, seeing shows and movies and all the things that go along with this time of year, seeing the joy of children as they uh, look at all the, you know, kids love this time of year and seeing their faces light up and seeing them uh, excited. They ought to be excited. I was always excited about getting gifts. Yeah, so they're excited seeing that joy uh, that they get this time of year, seeing people if only for this time of year and maybe not as much as it used to be, be a little nicer be a little more compassionate and have a little more mercy than they normally do throughout the year. And when Jesus was born, when Christ came into this world, he did not sneak in. Oh, no. The prophets wrote about him, and the angel announced him. He was announced, for unto you is born this day in the city of David. I'm going to tell you who's here and where he's at. Man, we ought to be telling people today who he is and where they can find him. This annunciation is just like Jesus saying, go into all the world and preach the gospel. It is, hey, listen, go find him, but tell somebody about him. Let somebody know that there is a savior in this world. He didn't sneak in. He was announced and it was a time of 
seen. It was a time when people would see. Uh, in verse 15, when we drop down, it's this, here's the response of the shepherds. And it came to pass as the angels were going away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. It says they came with haste, found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. There's your sign. We can just preach that. Come here's your sign. I know who everybody just thought about right there. <laughs> he said, we found him lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, let me tell you, God doesn't just work in the invisible, but he will produce a miracle that you'll see. He'll produce something that you can see with your eyes, something you can hold in your hands. He will give you signs and wonders and miracles. That's the kind of God he is. said, uh, they seen it, they made... This is what they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. They, they saw the child. They didn't just stay there going, oh. Yeah. Well, everybody loves a baby. Babies bring a crowd. You bring a baby in this church and everybody's like, oh, I want to see the baby. And we have to warn people, stop. Don't touch the baby. Don't put your fingers in his mouth. Don't quit. But everybody wants to see the baby. But when they saw him, they knew this is something you cannot keep. You can't, I've seen this baby, and I know I didn't forget what the angel said about him. This is the Savior, Christ the Lord. We've been waiting on this. Man, in the middle of the night, in a time when it was dark, it's just another night, it's just another day keeping the sheep, and boom, here comes God. Busting in into our darkness, lighting up our sky and telling us the promise is here. What the prophets wrote about, the angels announced, and then the shepherds told it. Man, we got a job in this world today to tell somebody about this Savior. We got a job to tell somebody about the Lord. Somebody needs to know today that there is hope in the middle of their darkness. Why not bring them a little light? Tell them about the Savior, Christ the Lord, the greatest gift ever given to mankind, the Savior, Christ the Lord. You know that when they saw Jesus, 400 years of silence was broken with his first cry. They had not heard from God in 400 years until... And to a lot of people, they said, well, that didn't mean nothing. Oh, but it did. Oh, but it did because whether, whether they realized it or not, they were watching the word of God unfold right, unfold right in front of their eyes. They, they, when they saw that baby and it was crying, there, there's Mary and there's Joseph and here's these shepherds, dirty, stinking shepherds come out of the field just sweating, probably ran all the way to Bethlehem and got there, found this baby and now the words of Isaiah ringing in their ears. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a Sign, behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Come on, somebody. Isaiah already wrote about the sign. And now these, these shepherds run in there. They're watching the word of God come to life before them. A child is born, a son is given, 
and the government should be upon his shoulder and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. And whether they fully grasp it or not, God was proving himself faithful and true by what they saw. Because God had ordained this hundreds and uh, timeless eons ago from the foundation of the world. It was always in the mind of God. It was there. And, and, and they may not have understood what that meant to, uh, to see that, but they knew what the angels said. They knew uh, what had been told to them. And they, could not, they did not just stand around, but they went out. And it says they began to publish. And all the, the, the people that heard it wondered at the things that were told them by the shepherds. Shepherds told them, look, we've seen it. We've seen it. How many other people do you think came and saw the child that night? This is a message for everybody. Listen. There's so many things, there's so much symbolism this time of year. People start trying to create things. And I'm not going to get into it because people enjoy those things. So I'm not going to knock on things that people enjoy. But let me tell you, there's one thing that you, you know, this manger when I see the manger, the manger to me is like the tomb. It's empty. <laughs> I'm not going to find that child there anymore. But every time I see that manger, I don't just think about the child, but I think about him. You see, Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and, and everybody else there that were concerned with this time and this event all they know is what little bit of information they have. But you and I have the book. We know who that child... When, when, when we read in Luke chapter 2, we're, we're not just thinking about that. When I see the manger, it reminds me of the rest of the story. See, the, you know, every, at Easter every year, what we say, oh, the tomb was empty so we could see. And he wasn't there. The, the empty tomb proved what he said, that if you destroy this temple in three days, I'll, I'll build it up. I'll, I'll bring it back. We, the empty tomb proves that God was faithful and true, but the empty manger proves it as well. There's not a baby there anymore. He didn't stay a child, but he was the way. And when I see the manger, it reminds me of, uh, of, the, of the way of the truth and of the life. It reminds me of the light of the world, the Lamb of God, the healer, deliverer, the provider, my comforter, my way maker, my friend that sticketh closer than a brother. When I see the manger, that symbol to me, it don't, I don't just think about a little baby crying in the night, but I think about what he's going to be to this world. That manger sign, this reminder to me that Jesus came for all of us. Like I said, I don't know, when they went out and told all these people, I don't know who showed up. I can just imagine them running out and, and knocking on doors and saying, and just t trying to, anybody that would listen, grabbing people in the streets. You know, they, there was an occupation of, of Rome at that time. And how many soldiers did they run up to trying to tell them, the Savior's born, the Savior's born, the Savior's born. People, what, what are you talking Go down the street, hang a left, you'll see that stable. Just go in, there he is. How many people? unknown and unnamed to us, saw Jesus that night. And there's a world today of unknown and unnamed that you and I will never know, but Jesus is for them. But somebody's got to tell them. 
Yeah, they could have just went on back to their field and discussed it among themselves, but I am convinced by what they say in the scripture here that they, it says they went and noised it abroad. They started telling people, come and see this child. Hey, it doesn't matter at what stage Jesus was here. People wanted them to come see him. The shepherds wanted them to come see the child. The woman, the Samaritan woman at the well, come see a man that told me all I ever did. When Mary got to the tomb, the angel said, come and see where he lay. He's not there. (laughs) It didn't matter if he was at his birth, in his ministry, or at his resurrection. They were always saying, come see Jesus at every stage. (laughs) Come see him. Come see him. Come see what he can do. Come see the hope that he can bring as light breaking into the darkness. Come see what he can do with a sin-sick soul of a woman that had five husbands and the one she was living with wasn't her husband. Come see the hope that an empty tomb of a resurrected Savior can bring and knowing that if my life is destroyed, oh, if my life is destroyed, he's the resurrection and the life. Yeah, when I see the manger, I realize that I've got to tell somebody about him. It was the sign to them, and, and they saw it, and they saw what was there, and they knew, I cannot keep this silent. It can't be no more silent nights, my friend. It, it's got to be noise abroad. We've got to tell somebody, he is the Savior of the world. When I see the manger, I think about Jesus, and it reminds me, that he knows the way I take. When I see the manger, it reminds me that the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. And when I see the empty manger, it reminds me of what the writer in Hebrews said in chapter 4, 15 and 16. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace to help, to find help in time of need. If this time of year finds you in pain, the manger will remind you that he knew about pain. The manger was not a Noah's Ark nursery. He, he wasn't laid down in a in a Ikea crib with, with bedding and comforters and pillows and a mobile spinning around in front of him. He, it was a cold, crude, uncomfortable. It wasn't a soft bed. It wasn't a palace, a decorated nursery. Listen, Jesus knows. He came into this world facing. Hey, before he was ever born, they said, there's no place for you here. This is the kind of world he was born into. With his mother, great with child, the scripture said at that point, and nobody would even say, hey, put the kids on the couch and give them that room. Nobody made room for Jesus. He, he knew what it was like to be fragile, to be exposed, to be in danger of even losing his life because everybody didn't love Jesus, even as a child. He knew what it was like to be despised, rejected, betrayed, wounded, shamed. He knew humility, he knew pain, and he knew suffering. When we see the manger, that it comforts you in this, that Jesus knows what you're going through today. 
and he is the way. He was the way in the manger. He was the way for things to be better. When the shepherds saw this manger, this sign, and they saw this child, Christ the Lord, the Savior, I know that they could not understand exactly what that meant. I'm sure they all had preconceived notions. We read in the scripture about what they thought the the Messiah would do when he came, how he would set things right in Jerusalem. And and they had a lot of, that he would come in glory. He would be a king. You know, they said nothing, no no, uh, uh, savior, a Messiah comes out of Nazareth. You know, that can't be. And and nothing good can come out of Nazareth. And, and, but his whole life was uh, humility, no reputation, but it didn't change who he was. Didn't, didn't lessen his power or his authority. He was the king of kings and the Lord of lords. They didn't know what they were looking at. Even uh, Simeon, in the, you read on in that chapter how he, eight days later when he, he's moved on by the Holy Ghost uh, and he lets him know this baby is God's salvation. He says, now let me depart in peace for I have seen. See, it's a time of seeing. And he said, I've seen the salvation of the Lord here and, I, and just now I can depart in peace. You'll never depart in peace till you see him. You'll never have that kind of peace until you'll see him. But you've got to look past that child. You've got to understand what it means to be the Savior, Christ the Lord. And, and when I see the manger finally, at this, when I, when I see the manger, because I know the rest of the story. Yes, he was born, but I remember Jesus talking to Pilate, and he said, when he was just about to be crucified, he said, to this end was I born. There was a reason. This, this manger was a sign. This is the way. But it was headed and pointed all the time to this. It was going to end in this. It was going to be that. They laid him in the wood, and then they laid the wood on him. And that was why he came. This had to be empty so this could happen. And that had to happen so the tomb could be empty. So our faith would actually mean something today. I'll tell you today, when I see the manger, I see the cross. I see the sacrifice. I see the broken body. I see the cleansing blood. I see the purchase that he made for my redemption. When I see the manger, friend, I see the way. Honey, come with to the music. I, I told you, I wouldn't be long today, I, but I wanted to give us an evangelistic boost today. Because, see, whether people celebrate Christmas or not, that's fine. But the church cannot ignore the wide open door that this time of year offers. Friend, take advantage of this time of year to tell somebody about Jesus. You know, hey, you don't have to ho, ho, ho or do none of that stuff. That's fine. But my goodness, the door just swung wide open. Maybe they thought they were creating a holiday. Maybe they thought they were doing this, but the Lord said, look, the door is wide open to preach me. Hey, while they're emptying their stocking, tell them about Jesus. 
while they're holding their peppermint sticks, telling them about Jesus. This is a wide open opportunity for us to tell everybody that he came. But don't stop there. Don't stop there. Tell them this manger. The song says away in the manger, but the way was in the manger. The way to eternal life, to new birth, the way to be adopted into the body of Christ. In the manger was the way, the way for healing, forgiveness, restoration, reconciliation, regeneration. In the manger was the way to have peace, comfort, joy, and strength. These are all words that you hear this time of year. It's because of the way that was in the manger. It was the way to miracles, signs, and wonders. The manger was a sign to show us the way, but the way was in the manger. You can stand with me. Listen, our our preconceived historical notions about that scene are probably so... So far off. I don't know that there were any animals at all there. It doesn't say there were. But the pictures with the shepherds and wise men all at the same time couldn't happen. The wise men didn't find him until he was almost two years old. And he was a young child in a house. He wasn't an infant anymore. Most people, we, we've been to Israel and we saw where they say, They've got a marker saying this is where Christ was born. It's not a wooden stable, it's a cave. Probably more historical and accurate to believe that because that's what they used were caves. Little indentions cut out of the rock there. And I thought about that this morning. I said, he started in a cave, but he didn't stay there. He went on to live his life and become the savior of the world. At the end of his life, they put him in a cave, but he didn't stay there. He come out to show us he was the resurrection and the life. (laughs) Well, (laughs) signs. You know, I like to think about it like this. This is a time of seeing. The wise men followed his star. We know how they went to Herod. They were searching, and Herod said, When you find him, of course, come back and tell me. You know, so they came from long ways off, endangered their lives. You know, the peril of just traveling that day of being robbed or killed or dying in the wilderness. But they they took a chance because they believed in what the sign was, and they came. But after they saw him, they left a different way. If you ever really come and see him, you'll never leave the same way you came. When they saw him, they got a word from God, and it changed the way they left. If you really see him, you're going to hear from the Savior. You're going to hear from the Lord. You're going to know this is the word made flesh that dwelt among us. If you, if you ever get a chance to really see him, 
to see that way that was in the manger, you'll find your way in this world. I'm glad today that Jesus came. I'm glad that he was born and I'm glad that he was a child, but he didn't stay a child. I'm glad he was a man, but he didn't stay like that forever either. They they took his life. I, I hate that everything he had to go through, but I'm glad that he did because it provided the way for us to be with him one day forever in glory. So at the end of this service, if you don't know him, you should. I'll take all the time you need to tell you all about him. But for those of us that know him today and have seen him, let's purpose it in our heart, not just this time of year, but every day of our life, if we get opportunity, tell somebody about this Savior. Because he said this Savior is for all people. Praise God. Can we lift our hands as we get ready to close today? Let's just lift our hands and worship him now together. I don't know where you find yourself at, but the way to be better, the way to get back, the way to be restored, the way to find your faith again, it's through him. And Jesus will change you forever today. You came in one way, but you can leave another if you'll just see him. Let's lift our hands and our voice and worship together one more time. Let's worship the Savior together. Hallelujah. If you know it, sing it to the Lord.
Аллилуйя. Аллилуйя, аллилуйя, аллилуйя. Спасибо, He's coming with the clouds and every eye is going to see him. I want to be ready when the Lord comes again. I want to be ready. Brother Chris preached a great message about that the other night. I want to be ready when the Lord comes again. Praise God. I hope that you have a wonderful and blessed time, whatever you do with your family, friends, traveling, wherever you are, be safe and be well. The blessings of the Lord just be on you and keep you. We will be here next Sunday. 11 o'clock and 12 o'clock, just like normal, the 27th. Going to be a great time. Invite somebody to the church. Let's have a great time. Oh, hey, you know what? Freeze. We want to, we, we can't uh, not celebrate this. Mr. Lane Edward Walden. Come here, brother. <laughs> this young man was uh, filled the Holy Ghost couple of Sundays ago and then I baptized him in Jesus name last week and man he's just excited about it he's, I still love his answer I said what happened to you today he said I worshipped and I spoke in tongues hey you know, you know what happened he found the way and you know what he did right after that they went to the restaurant to eat and he told his waitress I got the Holy Ghost today he started telling somebody. I'm proud of you, buddy. He's not just anybody. It's, it's, my, it's my, my nephew. I love him. I appreciate him. These are yours. Don't wrinkle them now. Here, let's get your picture made. All right. Give him a hand. That little presentation was made possible by the manger. <laughs> Praise God. God bless you. Have a great time. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.